Welcome back to the Legend Cast, everybody. I'm Austin Olson alongside Jack Scott and Andrew Allen. And we're back finally after two weeks. Two weeks of no pod, but a lot of stuff's happened. Yeah. 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 I think only one was IRL stuff for sure. <laughs> yes. Um, speaking of IRL, Jack, what, what's 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 going on with you, man? You, you got a house now. I hear I hear we have a, a podcast lounge coming soon. You know. Yeah, man. For all the listeners that have listened to the last couple episodes, we've kind of always been hinting at. Ooh, we've kind of been goofing off about like a pod lounge, right? Well, you know, my wife and I just moved into our house. Um, I definitely want to make a space for uh, IRL podcast if we if that opportunity presents itself to where, you know, if we have all, all of us are all geographically really close, um, being able to have that IRL instead of discord podcast i think and not every time necessarily or anything like that but i think it would be really cool i think it would bring a cool twist kind of spin to the podcast you know the twitter clips um so yeah that's 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 what i've been doing the last two weeks i think you'll bring a a um whole new audience as well yeah yeah so obviously, for anyone who uh, is listening, you know my audio is probably a little different. Um, you know, I, I'm literally on my phone with the headset in. So, yeah, it's coming soon. The setup's <laughs> coming soon. Yeah. Congrats, congrats, man. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Huge. Hey, shout huge. out, shout out, shout out to you, Andrew. <laughs> shout out to you, Andrew, for filling up the house. Shout out to Austin because he got the stuff in the house. Yeah, <laughs> hey, look at that. Hey, look at that teamwork. teamwork. <laughs> <laughs> that's straight teamwork right there that's a, that's a straight teamwork on and off the court alright so first topic of the day the MLB season is finally here after a long awaited lockout um, before right. we get into the season as a whole I think this this was so dumb I don't know if I'm missing something but you guys probably saw this on Twitter. Clayton Kershaw had a perfect game through seven innings off of 80 pitches and got pulled. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was just reading that on Twitter right before this. I, is there sense. something behind it? Yeah. Is it? Is there like a, pinch, a pitch count rule now? Yeah, dude. He's what? He's going towards the end of his career. Dude, he, every time they do this, what happens every time at the end of the postseason? His arm's worn out because they use him so much in the regular season. By the time they get in the postseason, every year it's usually like this. Every year his arm is tired. How long has he been playing? You know, oh uh, seven. Yeah, like he is an older. He is an older guy. Um, but it is yeah. it's it's super super early. It's, I will you know, say, second, and there's only been twenty three perfect games. games twenty three perfect games ever out of right. two hundred thousand baseball games. That, that, okay, that, you saw the tweet then. Yeah. That's the tweet I was going to bring up was Jeff Passan's tweet that said, if a no if if it's a no-hitter whatever, yank him, you know, uh, Clayton Kershaw has already thrown one in his career, but there's been more than 220,000 games in the MLB, and there's only been 23 perfect games with a pitch count like 80. I say you let him pitch that thing. I understand he's old. I understand, you know, the longevity – um, of, of him in terms of the season, it, it, typically he's out of gas by the postseason. I get that, but dude, 
you have to let him pitch. If it was any higher number, I'd say, yeah, yank him, whatever. But you just can't pull him when he's that close to a perfect game on a pitch count that low. Uh, you just can't. I mean, I would have left him in. <laughs> I would I, I would have absolutely left him in. Um, so and Andrew uh, obviously opposes that. I just, I don't know, dude. I just felt like... Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a once-in-a-lifetime like, opportunity, crazy. though. Right. You're that close. That's impressive. That's impressive. But, like, dude, I feel like that's just so much, I don't know, pressure on that arm. Like, there's been so much work on that arm. Like, he's had a lot of work on that arm. Like, there's a lot and of great pitchers. Maybe he wanted to get pulled. Maybe, yeah. What do we know the full story? This may not be, yeah. like, this may not be, this may not be coaching. This may be his decision, too. Right. Um... And that's more of a team thinking. I think that's like, everything we're thinking here is like, yeah, it's really cool if he does it. And like, cool for the sport, I think, for his team wise and for them, success later on in the year might be because of his arm saving it. Yeah. Maybe. You know, like, look at Kerry Wood, dude. Like, Kerry Wood, like, he threw 20 strikeouts in a game. Mm. Like, dude, Kerry Wood was such a, like, I know Clint Kershaw's already had a better career and, like, he's way into his career, but, like, there's like some games where you just throw too much, you throw it too hard, and you go too high. Dude, your arm's gone for it. Like, it can, like a couple games, not just like, yeah, it could just be 20 more pitches, but like 20 more pitches could be enough to hurt that arm again. So, like, you never know, you know? Yeah, for sure. Maybe, maybe if we're like eight weeks in, and he's like more, his arm's more ready for game-wise, he could throw maybe 100 pitches. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But like you said, it throws early on in the year. It's game Game five, game six. I will say, as a as a former pitcher myself, for years and years, um, if I had a perfect game through seven, I, maybe the, maybe Kershaw did want to, you know, not pitch anymore or get pulled. But if I'm perfect through seven, I don't care where my pitch count is. I'm going back in. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, is there any uh, updated like? MLBs wise, I think I mean my Tigers are off to a better start than usual. They're I think five hundred right now against two tough teams, the Red Sox and the White Sox. So I'm I'm happy you where we are. Baseball sources. So anything that I know is because of you guys. Cubs, Cubs starting off. Hey, Cubs are starting off better than I thought. Beat a tough Brewers team. Swapped them. Well, not swapped them, but two one. Um. Also, uh, I always pronounce his name wrong. Um, Otani. 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 Shohei Otani. Shohei Otani. (laughs) Yeah, dude, dude, he's batting like three for twenty-one right now. Yeah, that's yeah rough. Yeah, it's all right. It's all right. Dude, dude, you see him? He was like. He was giving us bad CPR, yeah, dude. <laughs> Goofy. That's when you know he ain't worried. He ain't worried about yeah. the slump. Like he's 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 strong. Neither is his team. No. His angels, bro. Angels are the most relaxed team, bro. They've been bad for years. It's so weird though, because it's like it's. I know they have the Dodgers there, but it's also an LA market. I mean, they have Rendon and then Otani and Trout. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Play baseball anywhere? I wouldn't play in LA. Are you kidding me? Huh? I would want to play in LA. I feel like I'd honestly probably want to play for the Angels. I feel like right. 
That ballpark's cool too. Yeah. Play the, play the I don't know where there are where they are in LA, but I think Dodgers are like downtown, downtown LA. Yeah, dude. That ballpark's black. I'd probably uh, Angels. I don't know where they are, but probably not downtown, downtown. Dude, the Dodgers just annoy me. Oh, Dodgers annoy the hell out of me, dude. dude they're just they're just annoying. They're just annoying and weird, bro. Like dude. the nineties, like the nineties, two thousand Yankees. It's exactly what it is. Yeah, they've only got my dad. My dad's a big, uh, a big Dodgers fan. I know he is. Yeah. I didn't want to say, it, dude. I, I do the. On, yeah, on your wedding night, we were talking, and he was like, he was talking about how big of a Dodgers fan he was. I was like, I'm not gonna say anything. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it just came from his dad too. I think it kind of just. Right. I mean, Dodgers are one of those teams. That's like, is, do you guys have like Cali connections? American. No, no. I, I I wish I could tell you like where the connection came from and like who it came from, but um, who knows? Maybe my maybe my grandpa spent some time out there in his life or something like that. So, play Dodgers is like one of the older. It's one of the older teams. That's they have it. A lot of, they have like a lot of American pastime to it, you know. So it's like right. a lot of fans, pastime right. generations. I will say they do have a great history there. They do have a great the history. Dodgers. They do a lot of history there. Same with the Yankees. Like the just the, like the celebrities and like just the, I don't know. Yep. Sometimes. Um. Yeah, baseball's starting up, but nothing too exciting yet. I know uh, betting wise, a lot of strikeouts over unders have been very popular in the betting. Mm. It's very interesting. I feel like it's not something you heard a lot last year. Now it's like really popular this year. I will say. Did you see the um? The Phillies prospect Alec Baum, who had three errors in an inning, he goes, "I fucking hate this place." Yeah. <laughs> Dude, they yeah. he got up to bat today and they gave him a standing ovation. <laughs> Gotta love Gosh. Philadelphia, man. That toxic Jeez. ass fan group, dude. They are the dude, worst. I swear to God, who, worst, who would what want to play in Philly? Like, why would James? Uh, never mind. We all know why James Harden wants to play there. James Harden's a weirdo. Dude, they literally—they have no pride. Like, I don't know what they—what do these guys expect? Like, what do Philadelphia fans expect? To win every year? Like, if you're not in the playoffs, yeah. then you just, just be rude. Whatever. They're just rude. It's so whack. But uh, on to other news. <laughs> yeah. Mon- uh, Ellis and Luol Deng's contracts are finally paid off. <laughs> After, oh. after, Montel signed in 2015, so a good mm-hmm. seven years. And Luol, I think, signed in 14? Luol signed in 14? 16. 16? Six mm-hmm. years later, he's finally uh, paid off. Um, off the books of the NBA, and they've been retired for how long now? A handful of years. I mean, obviously not that whole contract they weren't playing, but... An overwhelming majority of both of their contracts, they they were retired or, you know, just the payout. Um, Yeah, so they're off the books of the NBA, thank God. I mean, the the Lakers cut Luol, too, didn't they? They didn't trade him. Mm -hmm. They just cut him. I I think that's what it came from was they cut him, but he was still due his money, obviously. Man, no no NBA team wanted that trash. Yeah. Hey, hey, don't disrespect Luol Deng, though, because in the prime of his career, that man was a hooper. 
That's that man was a baller. Chicago Hooper, bro. Dude, him, yeah. him, Will Dang, and Ben Gordon. That two yep. combo and, uh, with... and uh, Kurt Heinrich. Oh my yep. god, dude. dude! Those ball scenes were actually fun to watch. Ben Gordon um, was. Oh yeah, that team was fun to watch. Fun to play in two K as well. Yeah, that's a fact too. Um. Yep. I know, Andrew. You had some comments about the contract situation. Dude, this is this is stupid. Why are why are we giving money to these guys when they're not playing? So, okay, as an employer, right? You pay someone basically work like to work for you, right? Like players right. are employees of the like basically the owners, so they're paying them money. Like I don't understand how like this guaranteed money. Like all of a sudden, like oh, I'm retired. You don't have to pay me anymore. Like Lakers are. Handcuffed to pay Will Dang the fifth highest contract on their roster this year. So I don't even. I, I, I think you, you might have to. You might have to take another, like layer into it. Basically, I, I, I think what happened is. So obviously, yes, the NBA players are employers of the NBA, all that stuff. But you also got to take into consideration that they negotiate their own contracts. They have agents that do that, that are professionals right. in doing that. Right. So, like, there's all, there's probably thousands and hundreds of thousands of clauses, contract clauses that we've probably never even heard of. So, having having a clause in there, just basically, simply saying that, you know. Uh, if if he's released, if he's cut, something like that, the money is still, like the money just doesn't go away. That contract just doesn't just go poof. You know, it, it, it's still there. So that and those teams agreed to that. They they obviously didn't in the team on the team. They weren't planning on cutting him. They weren't planning on releasing these guys and paying them for nothing. They they thought that they were going to be parts of the team and parts of the organization. Obviously didn't work out. Had to cut them. Unfortunately, they were just. It's crazy that they were willing to bite the bullet. And like you said, Luol Deng was the fifth highest contract on the Lakers this year, and that's just silly. I don't know where Montevallo's contract was, but I know that that man was not ever it was cheap. Low. It was low. Okay, it was low. Thank God, because I know in, in the prime of that man's career and 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 in the uh, later parts of that man's career. He was like one of those guys that just went out and got absurd contracts for no one understood why. But the, I, I just think that although it sounds super bizarre, I bet it's actually extremely common for those clauses to be in almost every sports player's contract nowadays, especially. Yeah. I just. I don't know. I, get, I feel like. I, I feel like I've heard once, like Michael Jordan talking about it, it's like. These dudes work really hard and they love the game, like really hard early in their career, and like they get this passion and they play really well, and then like they get this money and they get this guaranteed money, and they just quit, like they just they just stop, they just like just like they don't give as much like like into the game. Like you're giving this guaranteed money, like they don't like they don't care as much. No. Like you think nope. James Harden? You think James Harden and Russell Westbrook were really trying to get a championship? No, that, that money changes that. <laughs> Two yeah. losers, dude, dude. It's like I don't know. I feel like this, like it's a leak. Like giving them guaranteed money is just whack to me. I don't know. 
Like, like, you get the rocket stuck with John Wall. I mean, like, I know he's—is he healthy? Like, what, what's going on there? Is he hurt? Like, he—I like, think I've heard this before, but who knows if it's true? He, the Rockets want him to be a bench role player, and he said no, so he just sits out. <laughs> Which I could definitely see John Wall saying that. Why does the Rockets have to pay him? They didn't trade him. I don't know why they didn't They're trade stuck him. stuck with that contract. They're stuck with it. The guy doesn't want to do what he wants. <laughs> no, he just... Then they cut him, they still got to pay him. Like, that is the, I think that's the worst contract in NBA history. Absolutely dude, terrible. I don't, I don't know. I just think NBA contracts, I feel like the organizations get more screwed. I, feel, I know it's a player league, but I feel like there needs to be a little bit of a... I don't know. Almost, this league is too crazy right now. I feel like I feel like it's out of sorts and like these long contracts that people are getting paid and just I don't know. It seems black to me. Well, I'm just out of, maybe I'm just new to the NBA and I don't know. Well, that might be a good uh, entry point to the next yep. the next topic. Um, and should the NBA change the change the rule on players sitting out? Um, I guess I'll go first. Yes, they should. I do like the incentive bonuses for playing, uh, you know, a certain amount of games, excluding injuries. Um, I think it just makes the game better. You don't see, you know, how many times is besides before LeBron got hurt, he just sat out for no reason, right? Because he had a, a sore ankle, bro. You spend over a million dollars on your body a year, and you sit out because of a sore ankle. Give me a break. You know who started that? Who? Kawhi. Kawhi? When? Oh, shit. A couple of years ago. Oh, Remember, man. this man was just doing all of that. Um, they would never release the reason why he would miss games. Right. <laughs> it's just because he would load. The, you know, that's when the term load management first became a thing. Right. Was, was Kawhi was. He, he, they were. Regular season games in, in Toronto, <clears throat> they were losing all these regular season games. He wasn't playing for no injury purpose or anything like that, and he's just kind of saving himself for the playoffs. He's like, I don't care about the one seed. I just want to make the playoffs, and then I'm gonna go all out. <clears throat> yeah, yeah it's like, and I think that's so unfair. Like Kobe Bryant said it. Kobe Bryant said it best. I don't. I can't. I won't. I can't quote him for it. But like when he talks about. Like he's hurt, he went out to play. The fans, like he didn't, like the fans came out to pay to watch him. Like mm. he knew that, like so he went out and played. People go to watch Kawhi. People go to watch LeBron. You just got consumers are spending their hard-earned money, their right. their their daytime right. jobs, you know, their whatever they can scrounge up, uh, any kind of money to go to these games to see these entertainers aka basketball players you know this ball and then you know it's game it's a game time decision and oh lebron really doesn't feel like playing you know is his ankle probably you know is his ankle sore who knows you know i feel like you could just you could just give any reason right there's no kind of you can't verify that you can't be like does lebron really have a sore ankle let's do some tests and you know 
If he's examine if, it. If he's out, he's out too. Let, let the people he's know. Out, he's out. Don't because yeah. they're going to wait till it's a game time decision. So they're like, oh darn no, right. he's out. So he keeps tickets. And you know what a big contributor is? I'm kind of just thinking of it. A big contributor of that, instead of just, oh, he's out, he's out, he, or like a game time decision, bro, it's Vegas. Right. It's right. gambling odds. Right. It's 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 live lines. It's spreads. It's total points. Like, that is all connected, and you can't convince me otherwise. <clears throat> <laughs> it's Vegas, baby. <laughs> it's Vegas, baby. That's that's an interesting point. Um, so Colin Coward or what's his coward? Coward? Coward. Coward came out, talked about this at first. Colin, Colin, Colin. Um, um he was talking about eighty five percent of players should play um and then get incentive bonuses for making um all NBA and stuff like that. And I agree with that. Because he oh, wow. did his 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 first team and second team was whack, but it also made sense at the end of the day. Right, right. the teams are going to be whack if they do do some kind of incentive program. You got to realize that a lot of key, like um, all stars, you know, a lot of the key players, of the league, they're probably not going to meet that criteria. As as bad as that is, like. There were so many people that just didn't hit the criteria. So you gotta almost you gotta completely rethink all NBA, almost. Because right, do you think the guys who played all those games they played more? They played more games. Like they played more consistently. Like you know, all those mm-hmm. guys who miss games. They're missing games and like, oh, they play really well. Missing games, they're not feeling like playing. Play right. a game, they play really well. Like they get all these high stats, but they're not. They're not getting those low stats either. These guys who stay consistent. They deserve more attention. Like uh, Mikel Bridges? Did you guys see that? He hasn't missed a game in like three seasons or four yeah. seasons, whatever it is. Hey, I got That's a little, crazy. Hey, a little bet tonight on him. Oh, my God. 35 well, on points, rebounds, and assists. You just screwed yourself there, bud. Nope, and LaMelo Ball, <laughs> both of them. Both of them. Who's going to guard those uh, two? Who's he didn't miss a game in college either. Who's going to miss uh, Is tonight game one of the first round? No, it's playing no. game for the oh, playing game. Is a playing game a series or is it just a single game? A single game. Oh, okay. I didn't know if it was like maybe like a best of three kind of thing. No, 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 no. Okay. Cool. Suns start. Suns play Sunday. Mm-hmm. Love it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can't wait. I guess yeah, I'll I guess I'll lead us to our next uh, topic here, the playoffs. Um, did you guys each each fill out a bracket or Andrew, did you forget? The, can, I go, can I do mine real quick? I, I know what I'm going to do. I know <laughs> yeah. what I'm going to do. You guys talk. I know, what, I know what he's going to do. I can go through mine if you guys want me to, but uh, you know, obviously I'm not going to be able to pull it up for you. But um, Obviously, I have the Phoenix Suns winning the whole thing. Um, yes, sir. That's just, that, that, that's just, that's just how, how it is, man. And you, know, you, already, you already know who they're going to play in the finals, too. Yes, sir. They're gonna play the Miami. They're gonna play the Miami Heat in the finals. <laughs> it's gonna be. It's gonna be the Suns and the Seven. That's the end game. Um, but I do. Um, I think one thing that I had was I have Utah beating Dallas in the first round because um, the questionable um, 
uh, I guess what I'm trying to say is, is Luca is hurt, and they have they have no timetable for his return. They uh, they have said what his injury is, but they haven't given him any kind of timetable. They don't even know if he's going to be able to practice um, with that uh, same kind of thought process. Uh, I have Denver beating Golden State because uh, the uncertainty of Steph. Uh, they have no idea if he's going to be able to uh, be game ready by game one. They have no idea if he's going to be able to play in the entire series. So with those huge, huge questions, I think Dallas without Luka isn't winning a seven-game series. And I think Golden State without Steph, absolutely not winning a seven-game series. So I took both of them to lose. Uh, I have Memphis losing to Phoenix in the Western Conference Finals in a seven-game series. Um I love Memphis. Don't get me wrong. I love Memphis, and I just wish they weren't in the West going against the <laughs> Because <laughs> I would love some sort of, like, Suns-Memphis uh, finals, but obviously that would never happen. Um, so that was a tough one. I will say I do have – I think I have Miami beating Philly in six instead of seven. I, I just think that uh, Miami will quickly be able to find – what they need to do to quickly beat the 76ers in a seven-game series. But it'll be a six-game, 4-2. Um, let's see, anything else? I mean, that, that's every, everything else was kind of just the, the, the favorite for me. Okay, so I have my finals matchup, Suns of Heat. Um... We'll talk about how many games in a second. But I have Suns taking the first round in five games. I only have five games because just in case they play um the Clippers, I think Clippers would get one out of them. But if it's Pelicans or Spurs, I would have them in four. But I have the Jazz well, being... Didn't the Clippers just lose? Yeah, but they play again. Oh. How do you guys know? I'm confused. Right, well, anyways, anyway. stuff, sorry. anyways, I got the Jazz beating the Mavericks in six. Then I have the Warriors beating the Nuggets in seven. And then Grizzlies beating the uh, Timberwolves in four. Clean sweep for them. Then I got the Suns beating the Jazz in four. I think that I think they'll sweep the Jazz. Jazz do Jazz choke every every single year. They'll be who knows if they might even get out of the first round. The way they Jeez. their luck is. Then I have the Memphis Grizzlies beating the Warriors in five. And then Suns, Grizzlies take the Suns in six. Eastern or yeah, Eastern um conference. I got Miami being whoever they play in five. Philadelphia beats Toronto in five. Milwaukee beats Chicago in four. I think they'll sweep them. And then I have the Nets and Celtics. I got the Nets in six. <laughs> and then I have the Heat. Beating the Sixers in six, and then I have the Nets beating Milwaukee in seven, and then I got the Heat beating the Nets in six, which leads me to a Suns Heat finals matchup with the Suns winning in one, two, three, four, five games. Suns in five. Hey, man. Man, your Eastern Conference is wild, I'm not gonna lie. East Conference is always wild. 
don't listen to bullshit. This app sucks, so I'm gonna go real quick. <laughs> listen, listen. I'm gonna start off real quick. Warriors beating the Nuggets real quick. Best gonna be one of the best series. Seven game series. Warriors. Memphis destroys destroys Timberwolves in four. The Memphis wins in six against the Golden State. Suns Suns automatically. I think they sweep. I think they sweep against the first round over they play, and they sweep against I think Utah. Is like uh. awesome. Utah sucks ass in the playoffs, so <laughs> yeah, Suns in there. Um, but here, here, hear me out. Hear me out. John Morant's nasty. This Western Conference Finals. Game seven takes down Chris Paul. John Morant goes to the finals, takes down the Suns in the Western Conference. John Morant's that guy. John Morant's that guy. I love Chris Paul, but John Morant's built different. He is the star. He's the he's the future. Alright. I knew that's where that was going. Here comes the Eastern Conference. Here comes the Eastern Conference. He automatically sweeped the first round. I don't care who they play in. They're going first round automatic. Um, going down all the way to the next, I think Boston beats uh, the Nets in six games. Just because they're better defensively and more depth. Um, I also think uh, Milwaukee beats Bulls in six. Milwaukee beats Brooklyn in six. Not Brooklyn, Celtics. Um, Heat takes care of Philadelphia. Philadelphia's poop. Um, the city fans, everything poop. poop. Sorry. I'm sorry, Philly fans, but you guys are just—you guys are. There's so many bad Philly fans. You guys are just horrible to your. Except, fans. except Shadow. <laughs> um, yeah, except for Shadow, man. You're the you're the goat, but man, dude, there's some. Fans. He's an actual Shadow fan. Which I <clears throat> have. Um, but after that, yeah, that's that's it for me. Um, I think he he takes it. I think he takes Aaron beats Milwaukee in six. Heat Heat Memphis in the finals for me. Heat went it in five, five games. You know, Andrew. You think, you think yep. that they're gonna have like a walk, walk in the park with Phoenix, and then lose to Miami in five? Right. Because you know why? Why? We're better defensively. We're the one of the best defensive teams in the game, and we're almost fully healthy. Oh my gosh! Do you know that we were? We've been talking about a uh, Heat Suns finals for God knows how long, like since okay. December. And then you're like, Memphis! I had to do it. I had Memphis! To do it. Bro, dude, I just thinking, I'm just thinking, Ja Morant's different. Ja Morant is different. He is the reason he is, he is, he's taking them to the finals. You know what? I'm going yeah, to look. I saw, I saw you tweet it. I saw you, I saw you tweet it. He, he made that laughing emoji. I'm like, oh, yeah, I, I got a feeling. I got a feeling. This dude's the pop. He's just gonna pop because he tweeted some laughing, crying emojis on Twitter. You know, you know, you know who kind of reminds me of right now. He got that young D Wade, Miami type, in right now. He he he's he's nasty with it. Like he is, dude. Some dude, he is. That man is crazy. That man is crazy. He's like one. He is one of my favorite players in the league, outside of Miami. My my favorite player, D Book. The book. <laughs> I don't even know who my favorite. Who would be my favorite player? God. Jay Jay Crowder. No. I just lost me so much money, and we didn't get our payout when he got four rebounds. Such bullshit. Oh my god, that was such bull. 
Jake Crowder just continues to fuck us even when he didn't even fuck us. Know what I'm saying? No, I'm saying nah, I'll, I'll still bet on Jake Crowder all day, every day. <laughs> so would I. Nah, bro. Robert Covington's <laughs> the guy now, bro. Oh, even though they lost, never mind. I'm not gonna cap. I, I think Devin Booker is my favorite player in the league right now. That I can't really think of anyone else off the top of my head. Yeah, MVP D book for MVP. Mm. Mm. No, you know, oh, I will say too. Finals MVP is gonna be um, Bam Adebayo. Bam's gonna go 16 for 15 in the finals with uh, four blocks a game. He's gonna be just destroying down the paint. Four man, man, you're making Stephen Adams sound like a grade A bitch. You're making him sound like he's some soft, like six nine center, bro. Dude, I'm telling you, Bam's gonna go off yeah. in this playoff. Bam, Bam's gonna go. He's that's gonna go true. beast bone, dude. Dude, Bam's a beast bone. I'm telling you, it's game over. I don't mind you putting Memphis in the finals, but. The fact that you said it's going to be five games and the fact that you're saying that Bam is just going to have some 15-15 plus, that's that's just, no, uh, that's not going to happen. You lack faith, my friend. You no, lack delusion. Lack faith. I've, just, I've just seen Stephen Adams. <laughs> he said I lack delusion, people. He said I lack delusion. Right, I mean, you say he's averaging four blocks a game. Huh? He's- He's built like that, dude. In five games, that's 20 blocks. 20 blocks. Dude, he just smacks that thing off the backboard. He is so he's so good defensively, bro. He's so good defensively. Dude, have you seen those clips where he just jumps from behind the like, free throw line and just blocks people? Oh, yeah. No, no doubt that he, he is a defensive maniac, dude, but... But Steven Adams is, is Steven Adams is a, a guy free, is a freak, dude. That's facts. That's facts. No disrespect. To, but I'm thinking about other people around him though. It's not really just like posting a block. It's more like someone cutting yeah, and blocking like them. Chase down I mean, or something. Too. Yeah, offensive rebound, block. You know, stuff like that. Jaw jaw driving down. Sometimes he gets blocked. Like the Jason Tatum block. Right, right. Dude, that thing. That thing is forever. Yeah. Ellen Pori on that block. Yep. Yeah. That was a pretty cool experience to be with everyone there. See that? We were we were just screaming in the bar. Yeah, dude, there was no one there. Everyone was looking at me. I was like, oh, sorry. I'm I'm a Heat fan. Oh, sorry. Oh, I remember. I was there, wasn't I? Yeah, Yeah. you were. Yeah, I I remember that. He was... Because no one was there at that point in time, wasn't it? Yeah, no. It was... I'm pretty sure they were closed. (laughs) VIP after hours. Yeah, really? They opened up for us. Alright, well, this might be a pretty short podcast. Actually, we have one more thing after this. I was looking at Heat, dude. I was looking at Heat in Memphis. Plus, plus 1,300 for Memphis. Plus, plus 1,000 for Miami. And then uh, the Suns. I think Suns definitely the highest if this half was working. Suns at plus two two fifty five. To win it? Or just to get in it? To win it. To win it. Hey, did you guys see that they're bringing back the script? Yes. The script finals logo? Yes. We need the Suns finals now. That is one of the cleanest logos of all time. I'm talking all You know what's going to look good? It was like that in 2006. It's going to look so good in Miami again. It's going to look so good on Miami's floor. 
I think Phoenix needs to see that. This oh, man, man, this man, dude. <laughs> hey, Kyle Lowry this year, he's just going to be scrapping on all these young point guards. Just bah, bah, bah. Look at his defense. Mm. No. Oh. Okay, moving on. Moving on. Mo moving on. I am going I like to... I am going to sit back and listen to this because I don't want to say things. Um, Russell oh. Westbrook to the Pacers? Question no, mark. No, it can't happen. No, no, Question it mark. It it would never happen. That is one of the biggest smoke like headlines that I've ever read in my entire life. The front office would never. First of all, do you think the Pacers? would even be capable of trying to bring in a, a like clip this awesome i, I just I, there's there's just no way i don't know where that came from i don't know what source that is whoever whoever first uh, was it shams that first tweeted it i don't know i don't know whoever that source is that gave whoever the reporter was that first reported that uh, that information needs to be fired they the the, the, the the one of the most stupidest headlines i've ever seen in my entire life and i'm just kind of going crazy here but never that would never happen in a million years i don't know why people talk about it, it, it no that would go in the complete opposite direction that would destroy our king's trade why would we do that it makes no sense zero percent if, if negative percent was a thing i do like negative percent chance of that happening yeah what are those odds you think westbrook to the pacers like plus a million I wouldn't even, you know how Kevin Malone, he said, if anything's plus 10,000, you always put a dollar on it, or whatever he says in the office. Is it higher than that, then? I have no idea, but I'm just saying but I like, wouldn't. What you, yeah, but like, what you're, what you're saying right now is like negative percent. You'd think it's higher than that, right? I've, uh, I haven't even thought, I haven't even thought about what the odds are, because <laughs> it's, it's so, it's so illogical, and does it doesn't make any sense. It just doesn't. If it made sense, then I would be like, I don't want him on my team, but it makes sense. This makes no freaking sense, dude. It doesn't. It makes zero. Fair. I agree with that. The only thing that makes sense about it is if they do Brogdon and Heald, it will clear up a lot of money after Westbrook what leaves. What good would that do? Nothing, because we don't I... sign anybody. Why? Why would we? Why would we want to get rid of Buddy, bro? Buddy came here in the trade and started popping off. That's what I'm saying. I don't want to leave. I don't want Buddy to leave. I want Malcolm. Understand? Leave. I, 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 I get the criticism of Buddy's contract and you know the streakiness of his shooting, all that stuff. But man, when was the last time the Pacers had someone like that? There was a crazy streaky shooter like that. It was Reggie Miller, probably. <clears throat> you know, it's just like one of those guys that. It's like shooter. He, he he's either gonna make everything or he's gonna miss everything, and that's part of having a shooter in the NBA, and that's why you have to pay him all that money. But you're gonna pay any shooter that money. Why not pay Buddy? He's done it before. He's gonna do it for you again. He needed a new environment to be a part of. Same thing with Hal Burton. They needed a new environment, and that's why I, it's kind of like the whole um, it's kind of like the whole Baker Mayfield thing to the Colts. That's why I was such a believer in Baker. Because it was just like, he, he needs a new environment. It's obviously not going to work in Cleveland. Things have just completely gone terrible there. He's not a bad quarterback. He's still the you know top 
however many teams there are, you know, uh, you know, maybe a couple backups in there, you know, like a top 40 quarterback in the world. Like, he could still go out and potentially lead a team, just not Cleveland. <laughs> so it's just kind of like that mindset. So, like, what did Pacers do with all that money? Like, I don't know how great the contract situation is. Like, you really want to keep paying. Like, Maybe guess later down the line for re-signing Miles and then Tyrese and then um, definitely got to prep for a Tyrese contract for sure. Right, and you got to you got to prep some way. That's where they're gonna ship Brockton. If you're gonna keep Miles Turner, if you want to make Miles Turner successful, I feel like you need a four guy who can who can guard the interior and the perimeter, and also can like doesn't have to shoot, but who can rebound. You got. You need someone who gets at the four who can rebound. If Miles Turner is playing the five, there's no guy at the four who can rebound. Pacers are done. Pacers. It doesn't matter. I'm sorry. Pacers are done. You cannot have Miles Turner down there trying to rebound for you all the time. He will right. not succeed. He will not. I'm sorry, Miles Turner. You cannot get seven rebounds your whole career. So, yeah. That's why we got Jalen Smith, and we need to resign Jalen Smith. That's a must. If we let him walk, I'll be so pissed. But who you gonna have at the four? You need someone to rebound. Buddy Heald can't rebound that well. Jalen Smith can play the four. Isaiah Jackson played the four. Mm, imagine putting Isaiah Jackson at the four. That'd be sick. You need someone scrappy down there who can play the defense. Isaiah Jackson is scrap. Right, that's what I'm saying. But how good are the Pacers? How good are the Pacers? We're talking Pacers. It's how good are the front office? And everything that they do here in the next couple of years is so important. So how important. They, structure. How if, if, if we butcher this, probably the next like three or four years, We're it's gonna be an it, it's gonna be another dark, dark, dark right. time in so Indiana you're basketball. Fire, you're gonna have to fire Rick Carlisle, then you're gonna go just nowhere. Probably gonna have to fire KP too. Get a new president. It's gonna be important. It's gonna be important draft. Bring in Reggie Miller. Bring in Reggie Miller, making the president. That would. Be very good. But, uh, President of basketball operations. Really yeah, cool. he, he would. would never do he it. would probably do a hell of a job. Yeah, he, he would never. He would never do it. He loves TNT no. too much. He loves his position. He makes so much money. Right, and it's easy for him probably. Go to the Wendy's commercials and just laugh at his <laughs> stupid ideas or commercials that make. I will say, I love those commercials, but man, I was sick of seeing them at the end of the yeah, tournament. Yeah, dude, he does some of those like same like same yeah. like, dude, and yeah, that fucking Barclay's like, oh my gosh, that Coors Light commercial, dude. Oh my god, they played after every break. <laughs> It was the football, the football locker room. I got that blue skies. I got that sunshine. Like every fucking time it went on commercial break. It, that, that commercial was always the first one after every commercial. Oh, my God. I'm so, I'm so happy March is done just because of the commercials, bro. Fuck. Then the Capital One shit. Like, bro, it's the same three. It was the same three commercials for two weeks straight, bro. I'm going to deal with it no more. Fuck, man. Alright, this is our final topic here. I wouldn't even call it a topic. We're just updating the people on what, what we're going to be doing in the summer, yeah? Yup. Yep. So, for the listeners around the world, we got we got a, a tripod. We got a couple tripods. We got a camera. And we got content on the way in the summer. Mm-hmm. Pod in a per- in a perfect world, 
what, what, what we're trying to do is definitely bring an IRL aspect to the podcast. And, you know, for anyone listening, we hope that you guys are excited about that as much as we are because it's kind of been in the works for a while. You know, when, when I told them that, you know, my wife and I were trying to buy a house and all this stuff and I really wanted to bring that into it. Um, you know, having the, the professional look of a podcast, you know, how everyone else sees these podcasts. It's a bunch of people sitting in a room, bunch of mics, bunch of different camera, camera angles in a perfect world. That's going to be the legend cast in the next, you know, 12 months. And we got we got hopefully some some golf content coming. About that, it's all fucking that. Oh yeah. Oh, those playing. We right get to here. see we get to see Andrew Allen changing his swing up a little bit this season. Oh, his ball just ball goes high, goes a little bit to the left, goes. Bro, if we do that, if we do these golf vlogs, these things will be so stupid, bro. <laughs> this could be like. It'd be so dumb. But it'd be so entertaining, bro. It'd be so entertaining to watch. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. That that would be some funny funny stuff. I mean, it's it's gonna be a fire somewhere. Mm-hmm. Oh, High yeah. expectations for sure. But oh, at the same time, also no expectations. You know. We just go. We just going in. Yeah. Just having fun with it. Having fun with the boys. All right, we'll we'll wait for um, that one man to go last. But Jack, do you have any final thoughts? Final thoughts regarding anything, anything, just, just no, whatever. Man. You know, obviously, uh, if you guys couldn't tell already, the the, the reason of the absence, the two week no podcasting, is primarily just because I've had a bunch of stuff going on. So I appreciate everyone being patient and all that stuff. I appreciate you guys and all all your ways that I'm not going to get in not going to get into right now but uh but yeah i'm excited to get this kicked off and you know um boots on the ground kind of thing let's get going and andrew final thoughts why should i have a final thought no you don't have to it's just from last the last episode we did you had a very big final thought Just seeing if you had anything else to to say. No. No. Okay. No. He's not gonna. He's no. not gonna go there yet. He's not gonna do it. Yet. Not yet. No. Maybe, no. maybe when the Heat lose. The maybe when the Heat no. lose, we'll get a final thought from him. No, it, 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 I will say it's like a weird period of time right now. Like the NBA season was like in the end, like this past couple of weeks, and like right, like playoffs are just about to start. The yeah, Masters, awesome. I agree. Masters, the Masters. We can talk about the Masters here. I do want to have a final thought with that. Um, Scotty Scheffler, big fan of the guy. Really happy he got his win. He's mm-hmm. won four golf tournaments in the last six starts. Number one player in the world. Um, well deserved. Not, not big in the media guy, but he just kind of had one likes. Apparently, a nice guy on the course. Uh, seem to be the new face of golf, maybe. Uh, mm. But and Colin, that. bro, and Colin Morikawa. All right, dude. There's just some good golfers out right now. It's a good sport. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we have a scouting future. Props to Tiger Woods out there. You know, mm-hmm. you know, it it's it, it hurt me to watch him walk around out there a little bit because you could see the pain limping. Being able uh, to barely bend over in the, on the greens. Yeah, that, that's what hurt, that's what hurt he, me the re, most. Make him make him watch him break three putts. I was like, I was like, mm because he used to be able to get down. Like I was watching this like 2019, bro. He was like, he was straight up on his knees, looking at the putt, yep. like, like back in like 2000, 2000 days. Like, oh, he's in it. He's in the zone. Out here, he was just like 
like oh, just dude. barely like hunch dude. over. It's like that's what you see like the old guy at the country club, dude. It's like mm-hmm. they're just like they just can't do anything. Like it's, it just hurts. It just hurt. It just hurts. Hey, he filed his name for um... U.S. Open. Yeah, he filed his name for the U.S. Open. It's not a hundred percent guarantee. It's not. It's not a hundred percent guarantee that he's gonna play Saint Andrews, but that's a great, great, great sign. Dude, he's like, dude, I'm going out there. I'm going out there. Like he was like, oh, okay, chill, chill. Right. Right. But you know, that's Tiger. He's gonna play until he can't. He's literally gonna play until like someone someone actually amputates his leg. You know, like uh, (laughs) that's literally what it's gonna take for him to get off the golf course. I think at some time. That's insane. That's his mindset. That's his mindset. He's a goat. He's a goat. He's an absolute goat. Absolute legend. Hey. <laughs> legend. Legend. Scotty for the guy who won who won the Masters was straight up winner Tiger Woods here the whole the whole tournament. Yep, yep, yep. Enough said. Enough said. Alright. That will conclude this week's Paulson, episode. Do you have any final thoughts? Do you have any final thoughts? <sighs> Oh, um, I can't wait to play MLB the show. Um, <laughs> check out Twitter for that content. Hit, hit, Twitter, hit, Twitter is probably going to be blowing up with the show content in the next couple, you know, next couple days. Yeah, we got clipped these dingers. Awesome. We go yeah, dude, my VOD got, I got an email saying my VOD got copyrighted already, so I can't. I, dude, I was having some yeah. crazy home run reactions. I was going, I was going crazy, but. I'm gonna say, man, you can't be playing the music no more, bro. Uh, screw that, dude. I'm, I'm gonna do what I want. <laughs> you can, that's fine, but bro, you gotta get that clip off in like a minute. You Wait, got you like a minute mine? or less. Did I delete mine? No, you downloaded yours, did. but yeah, it's probably you downloaded gone. yours, but it's probably gone. Yeah, you probably yeah. got an you you probably got an email. Probably I just need to bad. figure out a way to like have my music yeah, they, just in my headphones and on the stream. They um. They just, I don't know if you guys saw, but Twitch sent out an email probably like a month ago, maybe, saying that they had new, basically, like, technology oh, that that it basically automatically does it. Damn. Yeah. Can't share with music, man. Yeah. You know, it's just, I'm interested, I'm interested to see if, like, maybe, you know how Andrew used to play it, like, on a speaker or like on your phone mm-hmm. it's not like directly in the desktop audio i wonder if that gets picked up as easy as desktop audio because desktop audio is probably relatively simple for them to pick it up because it's just like a algorithm but who knows yeah we'll, see. well that's gonna that's gonna conclude this week's episode thank you for tuning into legend cast follow us on twitter at legend cast and at legend x gaming follow us on instagram at legend cast and legend content yes we got two instagram pages now we got a brand new instagram called at the legend cast it going hey it going haywire podcast stuff streaming exclusively on spotify i'm just mumbling and jumbling but i'm too hyped now but i'll let y'all go see you next week on the pod